Welcome to Making the Leap, the podcast for women who are ready to jump into their future and make those lady boss business dreams come true with your host, me, Rachel Perry, fellow female entrepreneur, wife, mom, and your personal business building guru. This is where we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious entrepreneurial booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the specific strategies I've used to not only build a direct sales business, but also my own online business from the ground up. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life, momming, and your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, the power of a good set of fake eyelashes. Forget all the stories you've been told and the choices you've been given. You can have it all, and I'm going to show you how. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. How much did you love last week's episode? with Tyler J. McCall talking to you about Instagram. Oh my gosh, I got so many people. So many of you reached out to me to say how much you loved it and how much it helped. So I'm delighted that you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, just go back. I think it's episode 67. It's called Instagram and Your Business, and it is definitely a must listen. So many truth bombs were shared in that podcast episode, especially the one about Target. (laughs) I'm just playing. So today we're talking all about follow-up. Oh my word. This is something as direct sellers, really just any business owner has got to master the follow-up. Okay, because when you follow up, have you heard like the title of this episode is The Fortune is in the Follow Up? Because the fortune is in the follow up. So today I'm going to give you some actionable items that you can take and apply and really build this follow up system into your business so that you can rock it out and start really creating this strong or stronger business. Than you already have just from the follow up. You know, I have talked to so many of you, and so many of my wealth and worth builders have talked about this about how they just need help in that area because, you know, they've got the parties down or they know how to sell their product or they like to share their business, but it's the follow up that they falter on because they don't have a system or they don't know how or they don't want to seem spammy or salesy. And my wealth and worth builders actually are going to be getting a secret tip next month. In May, we are going to be talking all about follow-up in there, and they're going to get a super secret tool that I have developed. But you guys, if you're not in wealth and worth builders, it's okay because I have something for you as well. So if you just go to rachelaperry.com forward slash follow up, all one word, you can download a freebie that I have created for you to help you with your follow-up and um, with creating your system for follow-up. So definitely check that out. There's so much power in follow-up, you guys. So Mark and I, a couple of years ago, were ready to buy a new car. I had been driving the minivan and I was so ready to be done with it. You guys, I have to confess something. I was never full on like, I love my minivan. You know, all those minivan moments Amanda and I did with the tag team. Yeah. I loved doing minivan moments, did not love 
driving my minivan. In fact, I remember the day we bought the minivan, we had just had Emma. So we had three kids and it was like, all right, like we need to get a minivan now. Like my Ford Explorer, it didn't, it had a third seat, but it was hard to get to. It wasn't ideal. It just made more sense to get a minivan. So we went to the Honda dealership and we bought the the minivan, the blue minivan. And I remember <laughs> I went to the bathroom to, to nurse Emma. I don't, I'm like, why did I nurse her in the bathroom? But I did. I just remember crying because I was so devastated to give up my <laughs> my um, Explorer. So I always had a hard time with my minivan, but it did it. It was practical, and it we needed it. And I did love. I mean, I did love what it could do, and it was very convenient. But the day came when my kids were old enough to open the doors on their own, and it was time for Mama to get a minivan or to get a. Um, an SUV. So we went everywhere. We looked at legit, like I feel like every single SUV out there. I had my heart set on a Suburban, but my husband was like, I'm sorry, what, Rachel? Like we live in Northern Virginia where there is, it, it, we are packed up here. Like it's not like we have lots of space, like parking, Wegmans and a parking lot and you in a Suburban. So that was quickly nixed, much to my disappointment. But we looked at every every SUV out there. And I was like really getting so tired of it. I was done. And finally, we ended up going to um, a Chevrolet dealership, not for the Suburban, though I was just sort of drooling as we walked past them. But Mark wanted to go and look. Oh, I wanted to go and look at a Tahoe. And we'd already driven one Tahoe. And the problem is, is that the third row just, there really wasn't very much space. And like I said, I have three kids and one of my, you know, my son is huge. He's 13 and I swear he's, he keeps growing. I don't know what's happening. I guess he's eating. Um, But we walked into the dealership and I hate going to dealerships. I feel like you walk in and you're like a magnet for all the gross salesmen. But we did, and it, it was okay. Like there was just one guy that came up to us, and we looked in the Tahoe again, and I was like, "Yeah." And we looked at a Buick. I think there was a Buick there. We looked at that, and I'm like, "Oh, it just isn't what I want. I want three rows, but I want there to be trunk space." And then I looked over at this this other car, and I'm like, "What is that? I haven't seen that before." He said, "Oh, that's the 2018 Traverse, or 2019. I don't know whichever year. I think the 818 when they upgraded it to a bigger. It's bigger now, or it was bigger." I'm like, huh, the Traverse was not on my radar. Like I wanted a truck, but okay. So we test drove it. I was like, if we're getting a Chevrolet, I want it loaded. I don't know why I that made sense to me, but whatever. Um, but we did, we drove this car and I fell in love with it. I mean, it had so many buttons and things that you could do that I thought were freaking amazing. I was like sold, sold to me. So the car, the salesman, he was really nice. He, it didn't feel pushy. It didn't feel gross. It just was very enjoyable. Now the finance guy, that's a whole nother story. That was not a great experience, but the salesman really did make the whole buying process enjoyable until we got to finance. (laughs) Now the finance guy was just so gross and salesy and spammy and told us he didn't tell us the truth. And he was just, it was gross. And I just, I can't stand that. But anyway, so we ended up with our car. The next day, a couple of days later, the salesman called us and was like, Hey, Rachel and Mark, I just wanted to 
check in and see how you're enjoying your traverse. Like, are you liking it? Have you, did you know that there's this button that you can press to make the, um, dashboard go up so you have a hidden space um, in your dashboard. And we did know that, but it was so nice that he was calling just to check in, make sure everything was good, and just to tell us a little something about our car. And then he emailed us a few weeks later, uh, just, hey guys, just checking in, hoping that you're enjoying your car. That's it. But you guys, the fact that he didn't just drop the ball the moment we left, the moment we bought the car, he got his money, boom. He continued to check in with us and see how everything was going. And he was taking the time to build a relationship with us. Now, you guys, if you're doing that as a car salesman, you are in it for the long haul. You see the value in this. You see the value in follow-up and customer service. Because chances are, we're not going to be, we're not, we don't buy cars often. Like we get a car and we keep it for quite a while. Okay. And he knew that because we talked about how our minivan was, you know, however old it was. But yet he still took the time to build that relationship with us because ultimately we are going to need another car. My husband's car, he's going to need a new car soon. Don't you think that we're going to be more likely to go over there to that dealership to check out cars first? We might not buy from him, but we're certainly going to go ask for him and see if he can show us more cars. Okay? That is follow-up. That is follow-up. And what if we send more people? What if we find out people are like, we have friends who are looking for a new car and they start, uh, they're like, okay, well, I'm looking for a Suburban. Well, hey, guess what? We have a really great sales guy. Why don't you go him? Tell him that we sent you. That's what happens when you give good follow-up, your business grows. It might not grow overnight. It might not grow over two weeks, (laughs) but it's going to grow and you're going to build a huge loyal fan base. And that's why they say the fortune is in the follow-up. Because if you are showing up for your customers and your your people like that, genuinely wanting to serve them, they're going to remember you. So why follow-up? Because that's how you're going to build your loyal customer base. That's how you're going to build the relationships, okay? Remember, direct sales is a relationship business. It is all about building those relationships. Relational marketing, building the relationships and connecting with one another and creating this this relationship is what's going to make you stand out. Now, great customer service is part of it. That's how these relationships are built is through this great customer service. But as you do this follow-up process, as you reach out to them to check on them, to see how they're doing, to see what they're thinking, to see if they love their product, to let them know that you're having a customer appreciation event, whatever it is, you are giving them great customer service. And as a result, you are staying in the forefront of their mind. So let's say that you sell, uh, 31 just came to mind. Let's say you sell 31. I looked at some containers. That's why I thought that. And someone is reorganizing their office. And they think, okay, I just wish I had some containers that would match the color of my bookshelf or whatever. They're going to think of you because you're in the forefront of their mind because you've given them such great customer service. You've loved on them. You've served them. They like you. They trust you. They know you. So they're going to come to you. I think in this society, we are so, we want something quickly, right? We want instant gratification. 
And it's easy as a direct seller is to think, well, I just want customers now. Like I want to sell now. Like I want this now. And so much of this business is based on a process and time, which is why you need to be working your business all the time, every day. Working your business every day doesn't mean sitting at your desk in your office. It means having conversations. It means showing up for your people. It means serving, okay? So that's why, you guys, serving should be your key. That should be what's driving you. Following up because you want to serve them better. Following up because you want to be there if they have questions. Following up because you want to make sure they're really happy with their purchase, okay? Again, I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode. I have got a freebie for you called The Fortune is in the Follow-Up. So definitely check that out, rachelaperry.com forward slash follow-up, all one word. Um, And you can download that for yourself. And that will help you as you do follow up (laughs) with people. Okay, so how? How do you follow up? Like we now know why follow-up is so important, what follow-up can do for your business, but how, right? Well, first of all, you need to create a system. And I don't know if any of you are like me, but sometimes when I hear the word system, I kind of, I feel like I might break out in a cold sweat or um, my heart starts beating faster because I'm not a systems person. But (laughs) a good friend of mine proved to me that I'm actually wrong when I say I'm not a systems person because we have systems that we create without even realizing that we're creating systems, okay? So I want to encourage you, number one, if you're not a super organized person, it doesn't take a super organized person to create systems, okay? Systems are just a way of automating. Automating practices that you do on the regular, okay? So that's the first thing you need to do is you need to create a system for your follow-up. Now, if you're like, okay, I know, but what does what is a good system? I'll give you some insight into what I did and what I've heard other people do, but you're going to have to create a system that works for you. So one of the first things that I would do when I would come home from an in-person party or a jewelry show, when I would put the orders in or my assistant would, would put in the orders, each person got a, a sheet, okay? And we would fill out the information, like their name, you know, where we met them, uh, something, you know, some little bits and pieces that I might have remembered about them. And this is often filled out at the party, just so that I don't have extra work to do. But it would include, um, you know, what they bought and and the date, okay, that that I this party was. And then they would go into a notebook, okay? Now, I know that on April 19th, that was the party that they attended. So I also, when I get home, I put, or right before I leave in my car, I would put on the calendar, I would hit two days from that day, okay? So April 21st, I would put in the calendar, follow up with Betsy's party guests, Okay, so that's two days later. Then I would put a date on my calendar. I would put it in my phone two weeks after that to do the same thing. And then I would do it again for two months. So it's already in the calendar. I don't have to go and do more work. I don't have to forget about it. It just becomes something that I do when I get in my car after the party. Okay, now, right now, we're not obviously going out to do parties. So let's say you do an online party. After the online party happens, you're going to do the same thing. This way, 
it becomes a habit and it becomes a system. And that's your system. So it pops up on your calendar on April 21st that you need to reach out to all the people from that party. And that's what you do. Okay. Just to say, hey, girl, just wanted to say it was great meeting you. Thanks so much for your order. Your jewelry should be there in a few weeks. And then I'm going to be checking back in to make sure that you received it. Okay. So that brings me to the system. And you guys have heard it before the two, 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 two days, two weeks, two months. Okay. You follow up two days after, you follow up two weeks after, you follow up two months after. And when you're following up, you're literally just saying things like at the two days, Hey girl, it was so great to meet you. Thanks again for your order. I, we just closed the party. So the, the product should be on your doorstep in less than two weeks. That's it. Then two weeks later, you check in again, you go, Hey girl, or maybe you don't say, Hey girl, Hey Betsy, <laughs> Hey Julie, whatever her name is. Uh, just wanted to make sure you received your bags. And wanted to make sure everything was good. Let me know if you have any questions. I hope you love them. And you can, some people like to add things like, oh my gosh, show me how you use them. Take a picture and let me know. Whatever. I used to say it with jewelry. Like, show me how you pair it with your clothes. Just feel free to take a picture or whatever. Do something fun. Again, some people might not respond to you. That's okay. Just because people aren't responding. You guys, I didn't pick up the phone when the car guy called. I'm going to be real. I did not pick up the phone because I hate talking on the phone, (laughs) but he left a message and I looked at my husband and I said, oh my gosh, that was so nice. So even though I didn't speak to him, he still made a really good impression. I'm still going to be sending people to him because I was so impressed. Okay. So think about it like that. Even if you don't get a response, it's okay. You still do the work. So two days, two weeks, and then two months. Two months later, you could just be like, hey, just wanted to check in and make sure you're loving your Tupperware, hoping it's all, you know, doing, you know, still doing its job. Let me know if you have any questions. I wanted to give you a heads up where I'm running a special in my group or you should come and join my group or if you're not in the group or be on the lookout for an email coming to you, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be about a special. It could be something fun that you're doing. Maybe, listen. I feel like customer appreciation events should happen on the regular, maybe not every week, but like every quarter, why not do a customer appreciation event? That gives you something that you can say two months later, hey, listen, I'm having my customer customer appreciation event in a few months. I hope you can come. Let me know if you'd like more information on that. Okay. That's just going to be a time for you to love on your customers and serve on them and just have fun with them and give them prizes and give them discounts and give them coupons, whatever it, whatever it is, but just love on them. Okay. So that's when you follow up after two months and then guys, just make it a, make it a point to really connect with your people, build these relationships. These people who have come into your life and come into your business are more than just money. They are more than a way to get you to your sales for the month. They're more than a way to get parties on your calendar. They are people who are helping your business run. We need to serve them, serve them and love them, okay? The fortune really is in the follow-up, you guys. Follow-up is so vital for a healthy business. So you might have even more steps that you take to follow up, and that's awesome. If you're not, if you don't have a system for follow-up, start slowly. Make sure 
And in the in the freebie, I've given you a customer sheet that you can use for all your customers. And you just keep them in a binder. You, you keep them somewhere that you can access. Then you know exactly how to connect with them. You could make a binder with, I mean, you could get really creative and use, you know, <laughs> like dividers and post-its. And y'all know I love a good post-it note, Right really utilize this and make it a habit after each party to put in the dates where you're going to follow up, okay? And this is just the customers we were talking about. You should also be following up with your hostesses. You should be following up with your prospects, okay? Those are all those are new those are other podcast episodes that we can talk about later and we will be talking about that in the membership Wealth and Worth Builders for those of you who are part of that. So, I encourage you to go again to rachelaperry.com forward slash follow-up to get your freebie. It will walk you through what we talked about today. It'll give you that customer sheet, give you some tips on how to follow up and create that system, you guys. Remember, two, two, two. I know this isn't new to you. Two days, two weeks, two months. You're not trying to sell anything. You're literally just serving and touching base with them and keeping them informed. Okay, so I'm going to challenge you. I am challenging you to download that freebie and start creating this follow-up system. Sure, you're not doing in-person parties right now. You're not doing vendor events right now. But I'm sure that you are selling your product somehow, whether it be in just conversational messages, whether it be an online parties whether it be at sample sales, whatever it is, I want you to start making sure that for each customer, you're creating a customer sheet and you are create, you're putting those dates in your calendar for when you need to follow up. Now, if you have, it might be easier to designate one day as a follow-up day, like maybe Tuesdays are your days that you do follow-up and then you just look across the week and see who do you need to be following up with and you do them all in one day. That could be your system. Okay. Maybe others do better if it's on the exact, exactly two days after, exactly two weeks after, exactly two months after. It's whatever works for you. But my challenge to you today is to create that follow up system and start implementing it. Okay. Love on your people, serve your people, give them amazing customer service. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Again, you can go ahead and get that follow-up freebie at rachelaperry.com forward slash follow-up. It is good. So check it out. Until next week, my friends, take care. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's episode and think your downline, upline, or even your sideline might benefit from it, or even the podcast, send them a link, share this episode, or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I'd truly be so honored. And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on the gram, where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends.